Hi, I'm Damon Fairless, host of Hunting Warhead from CBC Podcasts and the Norwegian newspaper VG. Hunting Warhead follows a global team of police and journalists as they attempt to dismantle a massive network of predators on the dark web. Winner of the grand prize for best investigative reporting at the New York festivals and recommended by The Guardian, Vulture, and The Globe and Mail, you can find Hunting Warhead on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. You know, when Apple pitches a product, they are not just pitching a computer or a phone. They are pitching you a vision of reality. On January 24th, Apple Computer will introduce Macintosh. And you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984. High drama. That was Apple's 1984 Macintosh ad. Ran for the first time 40 years ago. It argued you could get a monochrome corporate computer or you could be an individual with a Mac. Well, now Apple has a new pitch. It's called the Vision Pro and its aspirations are as high as Macs were back in 1984. This product is a virtual reality headset that Apple hopes will reshape our daily lives, including how we work. Apple Vision Pro is a, is a headset. How's it going to change work? Because you're not going to need a screen. You know, everyone's like, it costs $3,000. I said, a really nice screen costs $3,000. I think you're, right. you're going to have the screens in front of you. And when it gets lighter and better, you'll be working in front of you. Heads-up display is the way it's going to go. That's the tech journalist Kara Swisher talking about the Vision Pro on the podcast Smartless. Julian Chokatu is the reviews editor at Wired. He has tried this thing and is with us to talk about what it is and whether we'll need it. Julian, good morning. Morning. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. What, what is this? I heard it described the other day as a face computer. Uh, I think that's a pretty accurate description. Uh, it's it's a headset, very much like a VR headset. I mean, you could basically say it is a VR headset, but it's also an AR headset in that you can, you know, turn off the turn on the world around you and see through the the rest of the world as you would with AR glasses, augmented reality glasses. Um, but it's sort of meant to be an all-in-one device. They're pitching this as a way for you to watch movies, a way for you to play interactive games with the environment or just, you know, VR games. Uh, you can have immersive experiences. And, you know, the other big thing here that they're leaning on in is uh, the fact that you can do some work. You can bring in your MacBook screen into the virtual space and add different screens to the side of it. Or you can just completely live uh, separately from your MacBook and work alone uh, in, in the headset and, you know, have a, a pretty similar experience to uh, a powerful MacBook. What is the problem that Apple is trying to solve with this device? The problem that they're trying to solve, I think, in some ways is bringing, you know, I think the the, the concept of all these devices that you have generally with you into one machine. And I think this is sort of a long-term evolution that they're focusing on. Mm -hmm. um, this is very much like a first generation product. And, and you know, the price sort of matches that, you know, over time, presumably will get cheaper and lighter and easier to wear and carry. But uh, they're sort of always on computing, uh, you know, having this sort of interface around you that you can interact with at any moment, wherever you are, without having to go back home to your PC or 
carry a bulky big laptop around that's limited to that one screen. I think the idea is you're supposed to be able to have this virtual experience with you wherever you go so that you can have what it is, whatever it is you prefer, uh, whether that's three screens or multiple apps around you at the same time, sort of wherever uh, you are in a coffee shop or in, uh, even in the plane. You, you, you tried it. You strapped these goggles on. What was that like? Uh, it was um, a little odd uh, because I think the idea of wearing a, bi a bulky big headset, especially one that has a, a wire that comes out of it that attaches to a battery pack, it's still not quite very much like an, an Apple experience that you might expect. You know, Apple is sort of known for that polished, mm. complete, thorough experience. And this feels like it still is a first gen product and uh you know sometimes apple waits and comes out at a time where it doesn't have to have some of those limitations but i think this is sort of the nature of the technology and that that's just going to be a limitation no matter what until someone figures out better battery technology uh later down the road you control but, um, this you I control mean, this with your eyes right yeah, so you can stare at whatever it is you want, and there's eye tracking, and they did promise me that, you know, advertisers won't be able to see exactly where you're looking. Um, but uh, you can stare at whatever it is you want, and then you use your fingers to make little tap gestures to click, and you can use your fingers to tap and zoom through or scroll through interface. It's actually quite seamless and smooth and remarkable how well that part of the whole experience works. What did you like about it? I kind of liked working on the web the most, like just browsing the web. I think, you know, the immersive experiences are still coming. So there wasn't a ton for me to experience there and see. I don't particularly think, you know, watching a movie is going to be uh, super amazing or interesting in a VR space in that way. I think a lot of people have TVs, they're going to enjoy that. But the experience of being able to just pull any app around you and just browse the web, uh, you know, have a different app like Slack on the side. I think that that has some real uh, potential, especially if you consider, you know, being able to do that wherever you are without just being at home. You just have to be comfortable with, you know, wearing a headset, but it's an Apple product. I think people will sort of forgive you very quickly. Do you think it'll change how we work? Uh, I think there will be a, tilting point um this year you know i think vr headsets have tried so hard to become a, a very common thing and apple is in that luxury uh, of you know being able to change people's opinions just because it's an apple product and so uh i think this year we're going to start seeing more widespread acceptance by the average consumer to be able to you know to wear a, a headset like something like the vision pro but uh you know this is very much a 3500 product so not everyone is going to be uh hopping on it like they might buy the, the latest airpods so uh, i think it'll take some time but i think with apple you know it's going to make it cool something that maybe facebook or meta might have had trouble doing so but is it i mean we're just about out of time we only have a few seconds left but is it is it the future of computing that i'm going to be seeing what i would normally see on my screen right in front of my eyes is that really the future I, I, I think so. I think there's a lot of interest in augmented reality and bringing all of this work into the headset. I think that's sort of the way things are going. It's just a matter of time before someone makes it small and compact enough that you're not going to really be bothered about wearing something bulky on your head. It's going to look not like ski goggles, but something else. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> the fashion person, I think, would, would, would agree with you. Julian, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Julian Cotaccio is the reviews editor at Wired. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.